Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Hello and happy Sunday morning, America. This is John Solomon, and this is the latest edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Just the News. So grateful you can join us for our now weekly Sunday brunch edition. We really enjoy having you. We've got a great show for you. We're going to get started right after these commercial messages. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you your 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick. House Nutrition, and of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. 
Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Michael Loftus, one of the funniest men in all of North America. He's part of the great cast at that, t- that show tonight, which I, I watch yeah. regularly. You got a big uh, special coming up March 31st? March 31st is our next live taping. Everybody needs to go to thatshowtonight.com and tune in. It is the most fun and like I was I was enjoying the Mark Levin, right? And so I'm working on that impression. I love it when he gets riled up yeah, and yeah. talks about the Constitute. He's a great guy. Oh my god. I need a Steve Bannon impression. That's the one we want uh, to yeah, see. Yeah, we yeah. want to see Absolutely. the Bannon impression. That's right? gonna be okay. right now. I'm just regurgitating a uh it's a my, my Jimmy Stewart, that's my Joe Biden. <laughs> me, and, me and Hunter were in here creating jobs. I hired him to snort up oh all the Parmesan God. cheese by the pizza parlor. Uh, I feel like I should block my ears from getting sniffed right now. <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was a very yeah, good Yeah, Joe, what was the, the story that he was talking about, the nurse? Yeah, what was I that had, about? I had a nurse that who was, would do things they don't teach in nursing school. I what the don't heck even was that? want to know Cover the children's ears. Yeah, exactly. You want to so do that. creepy. Okay, I don't want to bring down the mood, but I do have a somewhat serious question for you. Okay. Because... Because it ties in something that I think is is very important. You know, my generation grew up on a lot of comedy. I was the South. I say I was the South Park generation, but they've been on for so long. I think like yeah. three generations can claim that. But <laughs> I'm the um, Hogan's Hero generation. That's how old yeah. I am. It's okay. I know nothing. <laughs> I I every once in a while something from the American Journal of Psychology crosses my radar, and something I saw recently was really concerning, and it was regarding depression and anxiety for our youngest generation. Really, I am convinced. That it has something to do with, I mean, I think it's all, it's, it's male bashing. It's the toxic masculinity thing. It's, it's the victimhood derby mentality that they have. But I also think it's the absence of comedy. We can no longer joke at each other with ourselves. And I think it has a major psychological effect. I, you know what? I really think that you're onto something. I never heard that theory before, but I know as a kid, listen, I'm the youngest of five, big Irish Catholic family. You were getting your chops oh, busted yeah, every day, yep. right? Everything that you did. Your shoes untied back. There'd be violence associated with these jokes. <laughs> and already, so you're worried about how to navigate everything. And now with this woke culture, this woke society, those kids are probably under a ton of pressure. And then they have to worry, is it going to be on Instagram? Is it going to be on TikTok? Is it going to be? Because that's forever. Yeah. So, yeah, put down your phones, except for that show tonight.com. Don't put it down then. And, yeah. And, like, we have to be able to joke. if. Yeah. Because if you don't laugh, you will go nuts about it. And it, and with that show tonight, everything that we're doing is coming from a good place. Like none of it is mean spirited no, or hateful. It's just funny stuff. Yes, I want I want left, right, and center to be able to laugh That's at it. Right. I want the right to laugh a lot more. We do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all need to laugh a lot more. But we have the best senses of humor. We do. Right, like, like we can go out and we'll go to a, you know some woke comedy show. We're like yeah. ah, that was all right. That was kind of lame. 
But it's just like it just gets so boring when it's constant Trump bashing and ultra MAGA bashing. But and that's why shows like Greg Gutfeld are doing right. so that's well. Sword, it's unpredictable. Right? That's why that, that show tonight's cranking. That was the genius of South Park. They were equal opportunity that's offenders. Right. And, yeah. and for conservatives, when we go to comedy shows, there may be like 20, 25 percent of it that we don't appreciate because they're striking at us. Yeah. But the rest of the time, it's funny and it's OK to take hits if, if you do it equally. Yes. With comedy, you shouldn't know what's going to happen next. It's, it should be a surprise. And that's like with Matt and Trey over at South Park. Yeah. They get an idea for something. They go into their room and then something catches on fire and there's fumes that are inhaled. <laughs> and then they come out with a brilliant script that's just so funny. And I can't wait till they're guests on that show tonight. And they blew wow. the whistle are you, on. Are you hinting at something? Perhaps? Oh, I would love it. Yeah, I, listen, that would be amazing. When the, when the world finds out what we're doing, because you can't keep something like this right. a secret. Right. We did we did a skit where I was Hunter Biden and it was like a place for dad. Where he was talking about one. the White House has yeah. a nursing home. Whoa. And my dad, look how much ice cream he gets. So that one's just like that one's going viral yep. like as we speak. A clip that we did with Jim Brewer where he was having his head removed from his backside because of the way he voted and his yep. woke thinking. That one's taking off. Ten so, things you never hear Democrats say. That was one of my favorites. Yeah, that's oh my right. God, that one. We, we showed that to everyone we knew. That was great. It's so much fun. And like Seinfeld said it a long time ago, you can't keep funny a secret. No, you can't. So as people come out, you know, our guest stars will keep getting it. And I, I really, I want to be... I want Saturday Night Live to look at us and go, dang. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. they have. It's it's. I, there's some talented kids on SNL, but unfortunately, it's all predictable. Yeah, and it's like nobody wants a knock, 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 knock. Who's there? I am. Same thing every time. I don't like Trump. Orange man bad. It's boring. It really is. I, I want to ask this because there, there was a moment in television where everybody hung on one of the late night shows. You, you yeah. had your favorite and you went to maybe you, you surfed between them. It seems like most of America, middle America, has abandoned those shows. Why aren't the people in Hollywood, I mean, just this is pure economics now. You're driving audience away. Why haven't they caught on? They, they have caught on. Yeah. They know exactly what's going on. I pitched a show to the streaming services about four years ago with a, a very prominent producing partner on this. Right. Netflix, Amazon, uh, all the streaming services, terrestrial stuff. And they go, this show's hilarious. We love you, Michael. We love the production. We love all of this. We cannot afford to look friendly to the right. Wow. They're making, they know they have a stranglehold and they know the power of the culture. Uh, Andrew Breitbart said it. So, right. well, politics is downstream from pop it culture. Is. They don't want to let go of that, that grip that they have. It's like, that's why Disney's putting all the woke stuff into the movies. Yep. They got to brainwash people as fast as they can. And that's when I really got loud as a conservative. Because I'm like, it's not about money. Yeah. It's a religion. Yeah. And it's, it's become. It really has. And so, well, you got to put money aside and you got to, like, support your fellow creators and you got to stand up for what you believe in, you know? So, here I would we are. Like to know, who are some of your favorite comedians? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to, I'm going to sound. Uh, I really like Jonathan Winters. When I was, my dad had a bunch of oh, Jonathan God. Winters albums, and he was like the original. Oh. He was like the original Robin Williams. I mean, that guy was oh, a wow. psychopath. Yeah, look out, we got a sailboat. Yeah, he would go nuts. <laughs> and of course, Richard Pryor and sure. and George Carlin. Yep. Carlin today. How many words would on be on his list? It's not seven words you can say. It's seven million. <laughs> They're all woke. Any current day? 
Any current day? I really like this Michael Loftus fellow. Yeah, I hear he's delightful on Real yeah. America's Voice. He does voices and all kinds of things. Yeah, I, I like. Of course, I got. I got to give a shout out to my buddy Jim Brewer. Oh, he's uh, who's another guy who just said enough's enough. Yeah, I'm going to stand up for what yeah. I believe in, and so he's been a champ. And it's wild as to watch these. It, it was very lonely, right? A few years ago, as being like one of the few like right leaning comedians. Right. Yes, I voted for Trump. Yes, I'm going to do it again. Right. Like that's. When you say you voted for Trump in oh, Los yeah. Angeles, well, you're done. You're up on second degree murder charges because yeah. they'll have strokes. They'll yeah. be like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> so there's a lot more entertainers coming forward. And my, I know I have a lot of friends in Hollywood who are just waiting. Yep. They're just waiting for the more success. As long as they know it won't kill their career, you're going to see a floodgate. An yep. absolute, and hopefully they'll all be guests on that show tonight.com. Yep. You gotta it. watch that. Um, I want to ask this: when I, when we, my brother and I were uh, practicing pract- uh, practical jokes, we'd use my father while I was asleep to try things out. Oh wow, that's I'm, a death wish right there. He was an Irish cop. It was a death <laughs> wish. It really was. Yeah. But uh, when you're when you're testing your material, how do you just kind of get the sense you know when you hit? It? When do you know you hit? It? I have a very odd sensibility. Now I've written on a lot of sitcoms, you know, uh, the George Lopez show stuff with Charlie Sheen. And I can write stand up for my friends. I can sit down and type it with my stuff. I can't write it down in a script. Like I find I like I'll be in the in the car by myself and something'll happen and then I'm laughing like a maniac. And then I'm like, okay, I'm on it. And then I, the people next to me Yeah, they're wondering what's going on with right? that. Right? But they're probably wearing a mask still. Oh, so right. they're the losers. Yeah, so so with my stuff, my creativity, I really don't know where, when or where it's going to happen. You, you'll just see something, you'll see a character, you'll see someone fall and slip on the ice, yeah, yeah. which That's, is always funny. Oh, it is. I know. It is funny. It's true. It's true. I just want to ask one more question because I think we're probably running out the clock. Okay. Um, I recently heard Roseanne Barr say something really interesting with respect to her being canceled. She said, if and when I come back... I'm going to be way worse than I was before, and we're going to have to force Double it down. down people's throats so yeah. that we get to an inflection point. Do you think that's the way to go about Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Roseanne, God bless her, but she was at the very tip of the spear when people still thought, oh, I can apologize. I can apologize. And the joke that she told was a good joke. It's a funny yeah. joke. you know. But it's, about, it's a hairstyle joke. They canceled her. I, I think she gave up all of her create all of her rights to the original show. It's unbelievable. She doesn't get a penny, and it's never enough. It's never enough. So yeah, I imagine Rosie's a little upset right now. <laughs> She's a domestic goddess who's not going to put up with the woke. I know. Well, Michael, and good we, for her. Much all the success in the world to her. Well, we love your show. We, we love sure the do. success. You know what? He would look great. He would look great following us on Real America's Voice. I'm just dropping a big hint. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. He'd let's be awesome. We can laugh every night. I love it. I love it. We're, get my lawyer over here. Absolutely. We'll negotiate right now. I don't know how to do that, but we'll do it. Yeah. All right, folks. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. As you write your life story. You're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at SCS. 
www.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Dr. Sepp, when we had the uh, whistleblower, Steve Friend, on the show, he made us comment, it has never left my head. The, for the last five years, the process has been designed to be the punishment. That was him. That was him. Steve Friend. I thought that was agent. Kyle. So yeah. now I know. Steve Friend. Yeah, Such the, the a process. And, and, and the idea that, let me just say this, because we're sitting right here, right outside the nation's capital in Maryland, right. and we are about three and a half miles from a facility that has men in orange jumpsuits for the last two years yeah. without going to trial. On, on my show on Newsmax tomorrow night, one of the attorneys, Joseph McBride, right. sent me this shocking video from inside the prison that you can see on my show. Uh, every night at 9, 9 p.m., the January 6th persecuted in their federal jumpsuits come together they say the Our Father, and then they sing the national anthem. Every night. Every night. What, why And they why use your cell phones to light the windows. It's yeah. an amazing thing to Why watch. is this happening in America? I, you know, yeah. Venezuela, I kind of get it. Right. You know, North Korea maybe, but it, it shouldn't be happening here. Just, you know, five minutes from this location. It's not right. It's not right. It's, it's not, not right. Um, no. Again, I'm going to steal your thunder <laughs> because I want to recognize this guy on, on your show. This man has told the truth all his career, but especially the last six years, and he was smeared, and you've been proven right, whether it's Hunter, Hunter Biden, uh, China, your books. Uh, so you are finally vindicated, and it's a pleasure to see. Oh, facts are a stubborn thing. You know that. That's why you've been right so often. We, we have to just stick to the facts. American people are way smarter than the Democratic media give them credit for. Yeah, or, or, or just, you know, the, the, the elite. The, the, we can That's call right. it, you know, what Bannon says, the, uh, the Uniparty. The Uniparty, right? Yeah. right? yeah. And yeah. every time I get a chance on the show, I always offer him the opportunity to take a victory lap. He never takes it, and it drives never. me crazy. Never. I know it. Only good is the next story. You know, the last decade or so, with respect to the weaponizing of the government, conservatives really started getting tuned in when it was Lois Lerner at the IRS. Yes. And they recognized a very powerful agent agency that everyone has to deal with. If you pay taxes, you have to deal with the IRS. Republicans have been keen on this for a while. How? And, and let's face it, Republicans have been in the crosshairs most of the time right, when it right. comes to weaponization. How do you get people on the left, people who vote Democrat, to wake up to this and to the fact that the crosshairs could be redirected. I think, and I, maybe I'm too near to the, you know, the action. May, maybe you'll correct me. I, I'm convinced of the fact for the last couple of years that there's one issue that will be the kind of catalytic moment, and that's the transgender extremism. Yeah. So when you hear that you know, Boston's children, Boston Children's Hospital, Philadelphia Children's Hospital is doing you know, gender reassignment surgery on minors, it doesn't matter who you vote for. Nope. You could have been a lifelong Democrat. And you say, hang, hang on a second. Why is a 14-year-old girl having a double mastectomy because somebody said that she's a boy? Why are you giving them you know, Lupron, which sterilizes them? What, what, 
people are going to say, hang on, the, the politics has, in, whether it's the IRS or the local hospital, politics has inserted itself into places where it shouldn't be. And I think, right. I think people are going to say, no, no, politics should not be, ideology shouldn't be involved in healthcare. Right. Uh, whether, I, 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 I caught COVID. I took, I, I took hydroxychloroquine because my doctor said, take it. I was, I was a little bit fluey for three days and I was back to work. Why is my colleague of Salem, who will go unnamed, but he's a very famous man, I call him my rabbi. I'm Catholic, but he's my rabbi. Why, is, why does he have to go to seven pharmacists yeah. in California? Because six of them say, oh, you've got a legal prescription from your doctor. No, we're just not going to fill it. Yeah. John, I don't understand. When is politics part of my doctor's prescription? Government has insinuated itself. Parents are no longer in charge of the children. Doctors are no longer right. in charge of their patients. It's exactly what big socialism is, isn't yeah. it? No, yeah. it's, it's, you know, I don't know who said it, maybe you guys do, but it's, it's, a, it's a witty, you know, aphorism, but it's true. Big government, small citizen. I don't care the political party. Right. Big government can only occur if we have small citizens. Now, our founding fathers, you remember the phrase from the 90s, gridlock. Right. The founding fathers wanted gridlock. They did. They didn't want the courts to ride roughshod. No. They didn't want Congress or the president to ride roughshod. Gridlock is the natural evolution of checks and balances. We don't want people in the Supreme Court to legislate from the bench. We don't want a president to come in day one and sign 17 executive orders within an hour of being sworn in. Right. That's not your job. If you want to change the law, Talk to your party, yep. work it out, you have the votes, yeah. take, and if it's a good law, it won't be challenged in the Supreme Court. So that this idea that there's a system that we renege upon, we say we don't like because it doesn't match our ideology, that's fundamentally un-American. It is. It is. Seb, I have a lot of things on my calendar every week, but one of them I always look forward to coming on your show, and part of the reason is... You get through all the clutter. You get right down to what needs to be said and what needs to be thought about. Republicans now have a flashlight on all the wrongdoing. Yeah. They know the weaponization. They know the border's open. They know uh, the, the deficit's unsustainable. What is it they have to do between now and 24? They can't wait until after the 24 election to have excuses. They've got to do something now. What can they get done in the next few months to tell the American people they got the job done? Well, it's tough with what Mitch McConnell did with the, uh, the drug deal behind yeah. closed doors because the founding fathers wanted the lower chamber, the House, to have the power of the purse. That's right. By doing this omnibus decision that takes the budget out of the hands of the House till September, they don't have that capacity to, to, to you know, say, oh, DHS, we're going right. to defund your woke garbage over here and you've got to secure the border. So Mitch McConnell, thanks. Um, so in the meantime, subpoenas. I want to see action. The American people demand action. We've been told by Lindsey Graham and others for six years, oh, I'm going to send out subpoenas. Well, well, where are they? At least now the House can get busy because I think, I think you said it uh, on the show, even if you don't have the Department of Justice to do justice, even if the FBI is now an irredeemably corrupted organization, the American people just need to have the information. That's right. Have the hearings. Let the political consequences come when they may as a result of the American people being told the truth, whether it was why was Fauci funding Wuhan? Why was uh, the FBI going after pro-life preachers with 20 right. armed agents? Get the facts out there and then they can be a decision. The, the one other thing that until there's a change politically, 
Where, where are the brave local AGs or even a local sheriff? If something is unconstitutional, it doesn't have to be the, the Attorney General or the OJ. If, if something is wrong, if cartels are being allowed to do wrong things, maybe the local sheriff in a state, maybe a local Attorney General, a Secretary of State could take action. We are a republic of states for a reason. I will say the one time credit to California, our sheriff in L.A. County, when they tried to reimpose the mask mandate, said we're not going to waste our time dealing with that. Good for him. Yeah, that's the one the one thing I can tell about L.A. County. I wanted to ask you very quickly before we go um, on President's Day. We had presidential historian Craig Shirley on the show. We asked him about the future of America and he gave us kind of a bleak outlook of the future. Are you long on America? Uh, I'm an immigrant to this nation. I chose this nation. I wasn't blessed to be an American by birth. Most Americans don't understand the enormity of the blessing you have received if you've been born here. Um, I'll just quote, it's an evergreen cut on my show. I use it basically every week. Um, not long before he, he left us far too early, Rush Limbaugh was asked by a caller, uh, when is it time to despair, uh, Rush Limbaugh? And he said, we never despair. We never give up because it's un-American. We didn't do it when King George usurped our, our rights. We didn't do it in, after Pearl Harbor or 9-11. So uh, I'm an eternal optimist. We've already won, thanks to our good Lord. We've already won uh, in, in, in the big battle. We can win here as long as we do one thing, which is every American, I don't care what your political proclivities are, if you cleave to the truth, like these people here, like John, like our friends have done, never ever censor yourself. You don't have to be aggressive and in your face like I am. That's, that's different. You just have to be truthful. Don't bite your tongue and say, I'm not going to say that because somebody might be offended. If it's true, say it. Whether it's a Facebook post right. or whether it's at the water cooler at work. If it's true, be loyal to it. That is such good advice. On behalf of a grateful nation, I just want to say I'm really glad that your family chose America. Yeah. You are a gift to this great country, my friend. All right. Well, it's great to know people like you, so keep doing what you do because, uh, you know, justinews.com, you guys are just the best. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Monica Crowley, what an honor to have you on the show today. Uh, Good to be here at CPAC. She's going to be on the stage at 4.30, just before I am President Trump. 4.30 today, we're doing a great panel on big tech and their surveillance and censorship and control that they're exerting all of us and how to fight back. So I'm going to lead a fantastic panel with Eric Prince, uh, Michael Seifert of Public Square, and John Cole, who's actually suing the tech giants. Right. 
Yep. Well, that's a must watch. And it's just before President Trump arrives. So that's going to yep. be the big warm up. Monica, it's great to be joined with you. You've been a thought leader for a long time. You served in the swamp in the Treasury Department. We're heading into 2024. Everybody's talking about the economy. President Joe Biden keeps saying it's fine. Everything's great. Every person you talk to, whether it's eggs, gas in their tank, the grocery bill, they're really concerned. How big a deal is the economy going into 2020? So it's a huge issue, obviously, and it's probably the paramount issue for the vast majority of Americans. It's pocketbook issues. It's kitchen table issues. It's about feed, the ability to feed your family. It's about the ability to feed to uh, put gas in your car at a reasonable price. All of the day-to-day -day issues that affect our lives have been negatively affected by Joe Biden's economic policies, which have been catastrophic. Um, and have created not just a huge debt burden on this country, which is a national security issue, but it's created tremendous inflation that now looks like it's reaccelerating. So it's down from its peaks of about 9.1 last year, but it's now picking back up because there's just so much money sloshing around the system, too many dollars chasing too few goods and services, and the people who are bearing the brunt of it, see average American really struggling to make ends me. So I think this is going to be the paramount is issue, like I said, for the vast majority of Americans going to the polls next year. I think so, too. And Monica, last year when Congress was mulling over aid bills to Ukraine, there was a small but vocal minority of folks in America who said, we shouldn't be funding this. We're sending way too much money. Americans are suffering at home. And yet Joe Biden, we just we now know, just sent another four hundred million is that going to be something that even folks on the other side of the aisle look at and say that we're not going to do this, this is not okay? So first of all, this is what you get with America last. And I think that's becoming crystal clear to the Americans who did not quite absorb what America first meant versus America last. But one of the key points is that you don't have to reach back to the Reagan era to see a booming economy and world peace. All you have to do is reach back to two and a half years to when President Trump was in office to, to realize that your life was markedly better in really objective terms, economically, in terms of uh, America's strength in the world and position in the world, in terms of how our adversaries viewed us and that they didn't test us. So that memory is very fresh with the American people, and I think that is going to redound to the Republicans' benefit. Um, in terms of Ukraine, you're exactly right. We have poured in north of $200 billion in just one year to a war effort for a conflict that's not even our fight. And I think the American people are fed up with it on both sides of the aisle. You've got the elite Democrats in Congress and in the White House, and they continue to fight this battle. But most of the American people, Republican, Democrat, and Independent, are all saying, Wait a minute. You know, we were for pushing back against Putin because he's a murderous thug. We were for that for the first couple of months. But now, how much longer is this war going to drag on? And is this administration committed to the end of its administration? Like, are we going to continue to put hundreds of billions of dollars while our fellow Americans in Ohio don't have clean water to drink? That is nonsense. And I think the American people have had it. Uh, that that uh, juxtaposition of President Biden going to Ukraine instead of helping the people of Ohio, and then President Trump going out and handing out water bottles and getting right on the ground with everyday people, that's going to be an image that's not going to be quick, quickly forgotten. 
Monica, a lot of people here as they walk around say they're really worried about the primary. Oh, it might be bitter. It might be a lot of people. Maybe it's Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump and Nikki Haley mixing it up. Some of the greatest fights in the conservative movement have given it some of its greatest moments, right? The Reagan-Bush fight gave us the Reagan era. Should people be concerned about a robust primary? Well, I think for those of us who love both President Trump and Governor DeSantis and think they're both extraordinary leaders, in addition to uh, Secretary Pompeo, and there are so many other talented people that might get in, um, I think it's going to be uncomfortable for us because <laughs> we love them both, right? And we love them all. So I think, you know, the battle that is going to happen have to take place if Governor DeSantis decides to get in is going to be uncomfortable for us to watch. But I do think, to your point, John, that it is a necessary fight. Look, you've got two 800-pound gorillas in Trump and DeSantis, and there's only one throne, and they both want the throne. So they're going to have to duke it out, you know? Um, And look, if you have a wide field, I do think that benefits President Trump the way it did in 2016. But these are necessary debates to have. And ultimately, whoever ends up being the nominee will be strengthened by the fight. Okay, so Governor DeSantis is in an action role right now. He is a sitting governor. President Trump is not because he's been out of office now for two years. So it it will strengthen both of them on the national level to really hone their arguments on the whole range of issues. So by the time a presidential debate happens in September of 24, the ultimate nominee will be really tough, really strong, really focused and on point. Yeah, battle-tested is so important. It really is. Absolutely. And I think you're right. It's going to be uncomfortable. No, I mean, it's like kids witnessing mom and dad working through marital issues. In the end, the family becomes stronger. In the end, our country becomes stronger. So, you know, it's okay. We'll work through it. I wanted to ask you, since you were on this panel about big tech, I saw a recent report that on the TikTok app, they reap more revenue from in-app purchases than all of the other social media platforms combined. It sounds innocuous because it's like, oh, you're purchasing a different filter or something like that, but it's more and more data that TikTok is gathering. How concerning is that to you? Yes, and you know what? That also concerns me because that tells me that TikTok is a lot more sophisticated in targeting you and your needs and what you like, which means their algorithms are a lot more precise based on your data, which makes it even more scary, right? I mean, I don't get fed ads that I would buy anything off of Twitter, but on Instagram, I fall for some of those ads. I I have to admit, I fall for some of the ads. Shop now, one touch, shop pay, and boom, in two days I've got the product. Oh, I buy it all, my friend, I buy it all. Um, But the fact that TikTok sells more tells me that their algorithms are even more sophisticated and precise to you, which makes it even more dangerous. So, look, TikTok is a national security issue. This is a CCP surveillance tool. You should not have it on your phones. Um, I do not have it on my phone. Um, Your children, your grandchildren, your friends, nobody should have this on their phone. The good news is that it does seem to have some bipartisan support to take a closer look at TikTok. Um, Government agencies across all kinds of states are banning it from their phones. Should not, if you're in government at any level, state or federal, You never should have this surveillance tool on your phone. They're listening to your conversations. They can track your banking information, what you buy. And look, we are in a slow motion, soft war with China right now. And for people who say, well, I don't really care if the CCP 
is looking at my phone. What do I care? You should care because this soft cool war is going to go hot and kinetic at some point. You do not personally want to be in the crosshairs of the CCP. Uh, that's wise advice. Monica, we only got a couple minutes left. I want to ask this. You've been an epic communicator. You're the host of one of my favorite podcasts, The Monica Crowley Show. You did it from the podium at the Treasury Department. You did it on Fox News. We're going to go into a 2024 election. What is the message that cuts through for conservatives to everyday American people on the fence? What do they need to communicate to them? You mean the Republicans going forward? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think a return to America first and the values that made us great. And there are specific elements of that with regard to the economy, the open border, crime right. that's spiking across the country, cities in collapse, a terrible foreign policy that has weakened us and emboldened our enemies. But all of that is packaged under a broader narrative of America first. And you know, Trump's slogan about make America great again, we know how that's done because Trump showed us over four years. Right. So I think a return to that messaging of Restoring America to its fundamental strengths, uh, economically, politically, culturally, um, in every way. I think that's the kind of message that's going to resonate once again. So we had America first, right. booming economy and world peace. I don't know what more people expect or want from an American president. Um, but I think going forward, we can say, okay, now we've just had four years of this catastrophic Marxist experiment, and we saw how that worked out. So now we're going to go back to serving the American people and America's interests around the world. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We are so excited to be here with someone who comes on our show all the time. This yeah. is our first time having him here in person, West Virginia Attorney General Patrick Morrissey. We're so happy to have you here live and in person. Look, it's great to be here, and you can feel the energy you can. here at CPAC. You Everything's can. pulsing around, and I think people are excited for tonight. So right. I'm glad to be with you. First time live. A lot of times... You know, the, some of the shows we've done, but it's great to see you in person. It's oh, awesome to, to see you. And yeah, this is not an election year, so I think you're right. I mean, the buzz is incredible. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, we were kind of discussing this before we came to air. The federal government is, is so bloated beyond what our founding fathers right. intended it to be. Republicans tend to be staunch supporters of returning to a more federalist-type government. States' attorneys general... Seems like more in the last five years have really found unconventional ways of shrinking government. And it kind of seems like a chicken and egg scenario. Is it because attorneys general like you 
are, are finally starting to recognize and seize on that power? Or is it because you were forced to because of overreach by the federal government or a combination of the two? Look, I, th I think it's a combination of a couple things. Obviously, there's opportunity. When you were talking about the Obama administration or the Biden administration, uh, this is a target-rich environment, right? There are a lot of instances where we think the administrative state is just violating the law. So that sets up the attorneys general to step up and to file lawsuits and to win. But I also think that there's a greater transformation coming across the country now where people know you have to get back to basics, that you have to get back to decisions should be made at the local level first, then the state level, and then in a very limited way on the federal side as well. And attorneys general really serve as that center point where you get to enforce your state laws and you get to keep the federal government in check. And I think given what's occurring nationally right now on the ground, the AGs play an incredibly important role. You guys are doing a great job. Oh, there's no doubt. Uh, General Marcy, uh, a lot of people remember the last Supreme Court session for the abortion ruling, but I think long term it's going to be your case, West Virginia versus EPA, that will radically change the future of our country. Every administrative state is now on, on note that they cannot legislate when Congress doesn't do it. How far reaching is it and how does it play even into things like the student loan case that's working its way to the court now? Well, I think it's probably the single biggest case involving the administrative state in decades. And we're really hopeful that there's an opportunity to build on that success because what's been happening over the last few decades, every federal agency has been extending their authority. And when the courts give them deference to make those decisions, that's bad news for freedom, for the states and the rule of law. What West Virginia VPA does though is reinforce a really basic principle. Congress gets to make the laws in our society. It's not the unelected bureaucrats. They can't reach down into their bag of trips and say, we're going to reorder the nation's power grid. That's why I'm so excited about the case. But hey, we think it'll apply to the student loan debate. Right. We think it'll apply to the ESG debate. It's going to apply to the pistol brace debate. This is a brand new opportunity to reign in the administrative state in a way we haven't seen before. It's historic. Yeah, it it, really it's is. incredible to see. Um, I wanted to switch gears a little. You were on a panel about law and order. Yeah. <clears throat> for, for a lot of Americans, I think they think of your state, West Virginia, as ground zero for the opioid crisis. Right. And, of course, uh, fentanyl now is something that a lot of people are so concerned about. With the Biden administration continually uh, supporting an open border, how concerned are you for your state citizens that nothing's going to be done until we get a Republican back in office? Look, I'm really deeply concerned about the level of fentanyl that's flooding into our state. I know a lot of the AGs, we like to say that uh, the border crisis affects us probably most through the fentanyl, because we're not technically on the border, but we certainly see an unbelievable volume of drugs flowing in, yeah. originating from China, going through Mexico, Mexican drug cartels. And then West Virginia has the highest death rate from fentanyl in the nation, highest. So when the feds don't do their job and Biden is sitting out there not taking the border crisis seriously, West Virginians are dying at a very alarming rate. That's why you're seeing my office and many others trying to really get the Homeland Security Department to do their job, trying to get the U.S. Secretary of State to do his job, and also to get Merrick Garland to start doing more aggressive prosecutions on fentanyl. They're failing at every level, but the state AGs are stepping up. We're trying to really push their hand because we need to make sure people recognize if something is killing more Americans from the ages of 18 to 46 than any other cause of death, it better be your top priority. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
So you talked about the power of preemption, and you're bringing a case now with the ESG rules, the environmental social governance, and even before that case makes its way all the way to the top court, you see some of these investment firms that had bought into it uh, now backing out. Uh, there's a message being sent to the market. We're not going to let you get away with things in the future, right? I think there is a real message to the market that if you think the days in the past where the federal government would issue a rule and it really didn't seem to matter whether they won or lost, right. that the policy was going to be a place they would implement the policy. Now people are going to go, wait a minute. We're going to have the AGs, we're going to go into court, we're going to sue you, we're going to win. And those policies can't be in court because courts are more willing to give the injunctions to stop right. it at the outset. But the other big trend that I noticed on ESG is you're seeing a lot of states work together. Yeah. Republican AGs, Republican treasurers, Republican governors all stepping up and saying, look, all this woke nonsense stops at the border in West Virginia. I'm not going to let it happen. And then if you have other red states saying the same thing, that's an economic force that ensures they can't abuse the marketplace. Yeah, that's so true. And and something we've been talking about a lot the last week or so, Vanguard finally backtracking right. on the ESG garbage. Does this send a signal to, to similar investment firms and companies that maybe it's not in their best interest because they're going to end up in the crosshairs of people like you? Look, I, I think people need to follow the law. And if you're trying to create these new extraneous markets um, and measures that actually have nothing to do with investment opportunity or return on investment, that's not right. You know, people invest in pensions because they want to have money available for retirement. Right. They don't want people to judge the investments based on woke ideas, and then the underlying pension fund goes bankrupt. We don't want any of that. So I do think it helps for people to stand up and point out how ludicrous these people are by trying to transform our capitalist society, our private marketplace, and really give them measures that have nothing to do with their core objectives. Yeah, I think a lot of people nodding in the crowd with that. Uh, we got to throw it back to Steve and Miranda, but I just want to say this. Last night I was walking through the crowd. I met this wonderful couple from uh, Frederick, Maryland, and they said, boy, we wish we were part of West Virginia. I think they want you as their attorney general. <laughs> You're doing such great work, sir. Great honor to have you on the show. Hey, it's great to be here, and I would tell everyone, come to West Virginia. We're wild and wonderful. We're doing some pretty great things. It's hard to believe, but that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. I'm really grateful that each of you could join today. Now, one reminder, a lot of people say, hey, John, do you have an app at the Just the News? And the answer is, we sure do. And not only do we have an app, it's in the Apple Store. It's also in the Android store. It allows you to take the Just the News experience and go in three different ways. You can watch our videos and television shows. You can listen to this podcast and many others like it, like Victor Davis Hanson. Or you can read the stories that we do a day, 50, 60, 70 stories a day of the breaking news, investigative reporting, accountability reporting. Go to the iOS app store or the Android store today. Download the Just the News app. Read, watch, listen. Three great ways to experience the Just the News content and to join the Just the News family. And if you really want to get involved with the family and say, hey, I want to support your investigative reporting, John Solomon. I want to support the great reporters and the producers and the bookers and everybody that works to make the Just the News experience possible. You can do something really inexpensive that makes a big difference. All you got to do is join the Just the News VIP club. That's right. What do you get for the VIP club? First off, ad-free experience on the website and on your newsletters. No ads, no dancing videos, no autoplay videos. 
an ad-free experience on Just the News 24-7. Plus, once a month, you get to hang out with me at justthenews.com. We have a town hall. I sit and answer your questions for an hour. We talk about issues you care about. We cover topics that the other media aren't covering. It's an incredible experience to join the family the immediate family of the Just the News team. Great opportunity. Sometimes we bring in our reporters. It's always a delightful time. If you want to get involved in that, go to justthenews.com slash subscribe. Justthenews.com slash subscribe. Quick way to get into the club. It's $4.99 a month, $44.99 a year. Great way to support our journalism, make a difference, and get an enormous benefit yourself. So go check it out today. All right, folks, that wraps up our weekend editions of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. God bless you. God bless this incredible country, as he always has. We'll be back again on Monday for another edition. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now.